Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first and uh, live episode of The Real Boys, which is another podcast slash TV show where we just kind of bash our friends' uh, love of movies. What we did here was we took about eight different comedians and podcasters. We asked them what their favorite five movies were, and together we're just going to kind of review them in order of what they thought was their best. Um, we got a bunch of guys coming on tonight. Uh, let's see. Uh, first and foremost, obviously, we have my co-host of other shows, my writing partner, my sister from another mister, uh, Mr. Dylan Terry. Dylan, if you want to pop uh, up in here real fast. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing fine, Zach. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Uh, obviously, people know all of my shows, but is there anything you want to talk about before we get into this uh, good movie? I don't know if there's anything I want to specifically talk about. Uh, you know, we'll plug our stuff at the end of the show. Why not? All right. That's cool. Uh, so uh, quick spoiler for review of A Quiet Place. What do you think? It is functional to its detriment. <laughs> cool. it, takes, it takes all the boxes and does nothing new. Yeah, right on. Uh, all right, we'll get back to you soon. Uh, can we bring up Mr. Dan Levely, please? Dan, how are you, sir? I'm all right. How are you doing? Doing great, man. Good to see you again. Uh, are you excited about this this show? Are you excited about this movie? Uh, I'm excited about the, about the podcast. Not so much the movie. I'll tell you <laughs> why in a little bit. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> right on. Uh, now, like like we were said last week, uh, we we're going to have Chris Harvey host this episode because this was on his top five list. This was his uh, number five of his top five. Um, but because of whatever traveling and, you know, this is the world, we're going to kind of roll without him today. So I'm going to lean uh, heavily on you, Dan, to help me uh, get this through since I think <laughs> you're the only other person that kind of likes this movie outside of Dylan and probably Definitely Michael Colby, because I know that he's into really good horror movie. Uh, but we're going to bring you back up in a second, Dan. Let's bring up uh, Justin Wallace. Pretty please. Justin. What's going you, on? Oh, uh, I'm fantastic. Yeah, right on. Carpool Shenanigans. What a good show. Uh, what What about Carpool Shenanigans <laughs> is the best tie-in to A Quiet Place? Um, the entertainment aspect of it, I guess, or the fact that, um, you know, we're, we're quiet. <laughs> yeah, which is obviously the best way to have a podcast is just to be a little bit yeah. of a quiet end. <laughs> we, we just hit uh, record and don't say nothing the whole time. It's amazing. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's almost like a negative ASMR. I, I I can appreciate that honestly. Yeah. Uh, did you like this movie? Did you like a quiet place? Uh, I liked. Um, I like what they could have done with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now you're you have that kind of uh, that that hillbilly kind of a twang to your voice. Did this feel closer to home because it was set in the woods? Um, yeah, it reminded me of home. I'm surprised they didn't actually use my house for the whole movie set. They could have saved money there. Yeah. Well, from what, I mean, I've done shows with you and your, your house is the exact opposite of a quiet place. So I can <laughs> see why they did not do that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, uh, Justin, we're going to bring you up back up in a second. If we're going to bring up right. Mr. Johnny Blaze, please. Johnny Blaze, how are you, sir? What's going on, man? Ah, the Cloud Chronicles. Good to have you back, man. Good to get this thing started with you. Uh, I'm excited about this. Do you want? Do you have like a quick, uh, a quick review of A Quiet Place before we get into like the big in depth thing? Did you like this movie? Uh, yeah, I liked it. I hated the ending, and I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, right on. Uh, now there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of movies that are better or worse when you're under the influence of certain things. Is this yeah. like something that, that could get thrown into the Cloud Chronicles as a uh, must if you're under the influence of anything, or yeah, it's just yeah. like a, maybe a pass? I mean, I liked it, man. I rewatched it uh, earlier too, so you know, I definitely we could do it. We could do that. Yeah, right on. Cool, cool, cool. All right, uh, let's. Uh, I'll bring you back up in a second. Let's talk oh, to cool. Mr. Phil better, please. Mr. Phil, how are you, sir? I am doing wonderful. How are you doing? Ah, oh, doing so good, man. Now, as a fellow Canadian, uh, yes. a quiet place, that's very close to home, right? Because you guys have kilometers and kilometers between uh, noises. Is that true? Yeah, I can confirm as a Canadian that sometimes our igloos are very vastly sparse. <laughs> and quiet. And very quiet because, you know, snow is dampening. So the, the aliens wouldn't have had much work here. Yeah. Now, are you a fan of other alien movies or is this something that just does not like touch your normal range of things? So I am a really weird person. I'm a cinephile. So as long as the movie can give me something to be entertained about, be it an actor, be it a plot point, the movie already kicks, kicks all doors down. It's the best movie ever. 
But then if I'm going to look at it as critical, looking at analyzing how good the movie is, then like some movies are going to just fail just because I'm like, look, this is a stupid concept. But I love alien movies because who doesn't? Like, I want to be on this. I'm a Trekkie Star Wars kid, right? I grew up with those movies. So any alien movie is like, I, I, I want one, I want to meet an alien. And two, is the reason we haven't met aliens because we don't like being probed? I don't know. These are questions that need answers. Hopefully this episode will give us those answers. Well, I'm going to jot that down to make sure that we start asking these questions, which are the important ones. Now, if you had to meet an alien, would you rather meet them on Earth or in space? Space. Perfect. I've, oh, okay. I, I, I want to be I, like I'm really jealous of Elon Musk right now because his ass is going to be like the first, you know, private citizen to launch himself into space. You know, so like that, I'm pissed off that I won't. That can't be me because who doesn't want to be the first person, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So, Man, I'm, maybe I'll be the second person. I got to see yeah, what's yeah. happening first. <laughs> Does Phil get killed? That's the question. Like, yeah. Phil goes up, shakes the guy, the alien's hand, dies. I'm not shaking my hands anymore. Okay, cool. <laughs> Ciao. All right, Phil, we're going to get back to you in a second. Uh, let's bring up uh, Mr. Michael Colby, please. Michael Colby, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? Very good, thank you. Now, when you found out that uh, A Quiet Place was the first movie that we were going to review, and I saw that you were in our chat the earliest, you were the first one in here, you're like seething to talk about this movie. Now, is this something that like is one of your normal go-tos, the alien, uh, 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 I guess, invasion movie? You're not going to believe me when I say this, but I went into this movie going, uh, like, I really wanted to like this movie. Um and I was forgiving a lot of stuff in the beginning. Um, and then something happened that I will talk about in the episode. And it like, then all the stuff that was wrong with it just came flooding in. Like, I do love an alien movie. Like, my my DVD shelf Blu-rays filled with alien movies. Uh, alien stuff is something that I love. This one in particular, not so much. <laughs> I'm I'm aggressively excited to hear your take on this uh, because I know that you like very weird movies. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm going to see. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, actually, if we could bring all people up onto the page real fast, let's see how this works. Um, I'm going to go over the quick synopsis of this movie. And obviously anyone can feel free to jump in at any time. But just in case for some reason, people that are watching this do not know what A Quiet Place is. A Quiet Place is a movie that came out in 2018. It was written by a couple people, including John Krasinski, and it stars John Krasinski and his wife, Emily Blunt. And I guess the quickest synopsis uh, to talk about this is uh, two parents do what it takes to keep their children safe, safe in a world of creatures hunting every sound they can hear. Not a sound that can be heard from a family hiding in silence, but all it takes is one noise and everything can go wrong. Now, obviously, that's not the best synopsis of this movie, but as far as a premise goes, having a movie designed where you cannot make noise, do you guys think that that premise is a good premise? Yes, it's a yes. genius premise. Yeah, yeah and yes, obviously there's other movies. There, there was other movies that copied this, like Bird Box came out, which was kind of a, a, a ripoff of this. I'm not really sure exactly the timeline, but you can see a couple of movies that were mimicking this, this you know, plot they, device. Yeah, the they, uh, studio saw that uh, a sensory deprivation movie, which uh, Quiet Place is, would big, bring big bucks. John Krasinski paved the road. I'm going to fuck up all names here. Um, he paved the road and everybody was like, okay, that works. And it's, it's like Sharknado. It's the same thing that happened with Sharknado. We have how many Sharknados? I think we have like 15 now. And it's the only reason is because it makes money. So they see the money train. Well, interesting point. Bird Box is, based, is adapted from a novel that was published in 2014. So that actually predates A Quiet Place as far as, like, media goes. But being turned into a movie, Bird Box definitely lifts a lot of elements from this as far as how it portrays things. Yeah, right on. Uh, and now, obviously, we have Chris Harvey in here. Chris Harvey, how are you, sir? Good to see you. I'm good. You hear me? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Kids, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, A Quiet Place is one of your top five favorite movies. Do you want to quickly talk about this thing? Why is this on your list? Because this is just a good, it's a, it's a good movie. It's entertaining from the jump until the end of it. Um, I heard some of the intro 
of 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 these horrible people we have in this podcast. <laughs> wow, love, so much love. And just, just you know, I watch movies too. I, I don't, I don't watch a movie with any kind of. When I go to watch a movie, I don't have any kind of expectations. So I don't, I don't watch trailers. I go to movies just to go to a movie. <laughs> No, I completely agree. And uh, thank you for coming through here on the CB radio. Which is- <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, Chris, Chris is in transit right now, and he let us all know that he's moving currently. So if he doesn't come in very, very clear, that's why, just so you know. Uh, a Quiet Place, a.k.a. this he's comment perfect. section, am I right? Yeah, for real. If you guys want, if you have any ideas on A Quiet Place, I know we just got started, but throw them into the chat. We'll, we'll yell about it. Uh, okay, so to get this movie started, now this movie starts in the year 2020 and then goes into 2021. <laughs> sure okay cool yeah. i hope somebody yeah. knows what he said because he, i didn't catch a he's single got a, word he's got a post about side of like a wendy's or something and they'll reach their wi-fi come on right yeah that's how i watch this movie was outside of a wendy's uh yeah so this movie uh starts in 2020 the year 2020 even though it came out in 2018 and it goes over into 2021 and it kind of takes the place over i guess 300 some days because it starts in day 88 or 89 and then it goes up until almost day 500 um now with the premise of having like this this slow burn of not understanding what's going on when you're watching this movie i will say i saw this movie the day it came out and this movie caught me uh when when it first came out i I was in a theater with my daughter my partner and i can remember like you know i I get the big popcorn and obviously the peanut m&ms and i go to town because i'm just an animal and this was the only movie (laughs) this is the only movie that i can remember watching and i had to stop eating popcorn because i was like hey i probably shouldn't make too much noise it it was it just felt weird it was the most quiet viewing of a of a of a mute of a movie that i've seen um now speaking of that did anyone else have a movie theater or cool first experience with this movie i did um so i i just have one question because when I saw A Quiet Place, there was no subtitles at all. So it was zero talking. And I'm I'm wondering, in the movie theaters, was there subtitles when they were doing the uh, ALS and all that? Like, so uh, you knew what they were talking about? Hmm. I don't remember in the theater if there was. I would assume so. But uh, I, I, when I watched it recently, I had the subtitles on. So Yeah, so I had when I first saw it, I had zero subtitles. Because a friend of mine had ripped it. And gave it to me legally somehow. I'm not going to disclose how. I think the fifth or something. I don't know. Right? International laws. I'm a diplomat. Um, but yeah, so I watched it, and I was in my apartment, and like, I had my phone turned off. I was so glued into it, and the movie kept me going the whole way. And the minute there was actually sound, it some moments scared me. Like there was the sometimes soft music, but like big sounds. Like I jumped. Because it was so quiet, and I was like so connected to the movie. Uh, Michael, did, did now being a fan of alien movies and obviously horror movies, no matter how bad they are, the ending did, 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 <laughs> I just have to say the ending. Actually, you're right. The ending. The ending. The ending. Yeah, it was bad. Like it was horrible. To it, like the whole like it, it, it's like signs. When you see signs, I can connect it to that. The whole movie, you're like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. This is good. This is good. This is good. Then you see what happened, and you're like, what the? Are you no, no? Yep. I'm not accepting this. Yeah, yep. I am <laughs> not accepting this. This is yep. like, Game of Thrones did the same thing. You're like, nah. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the, one of the weird things about this movie yep. is that it's a tight ninety minutes. Yeah. So there is plenty of room, even for an additional ten minutes to wrap things up. But this very much feels like a part one, and it doesn't end on a note where you're like, "Yeah, you see, like two more of these things come at them," and you're thinking, "How are they going to get out of this?" Not going to bother showing it. Just yeah. gun, gun cock, fade, cut to black. But also, I think it was made for like we're going to do this in a sequel, so we have to we can leave some of the parts out in the first one. And I think they made that's where they lost people is they they left a lot out of the first one to get people intrigued into into the second one, which I know I watched about half of half of the second one and I I turned it off. It it was terrible. The second one out? 
You've already watched the second one? I've seen okay. it on a, like some websites, yes. It's, oh. a, it's, it's a hard rip on some websites, yes. <laughs> oh, right on. He's, but, uh, he's legally watching was... that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah like legally watching Canadian. this, yes. Legally. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Michael, yes. now, yes. I, th- I, th- I feel this movie has, like, it has to have a setting where it, it, it makes, makes you feel right. What was your first viewing of this movie? Was it recently for this? My first viewing was for this. Like, I was interested in it before. Uh, but I never, I just never sort of got around to it. But uh, once, you know, I knew it was for this show, I was like, all right. I actually went out to a Walmart and bought this. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, yeah, like the beginning is like really cool. It's like really tense. And they kill a four-year-old in the first like 10 minutes of this <laughs> that movie. Was, I have to say that was fucking balls to the wall. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. I was like, I was like, wow, this movie has some balls. And then it just goes downhill from there. That first scene fucking rules. And then it just goes downhill from there on. Like the first 30 seconds was the best part of the movie. I'm glad we can find common ground on child murder and <laughs> <laughs> it just uh, I mean, it it just doesn't happen. So when you no. do it right at the beginning of the movie, it's like, all right, you know, well, this movie say, has something. This movie's not afraid to kill a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. It's going to do some interesting shit, but then it doesn't do any interesting shit. <laughs> not no. the, the, not- so what I think what they, what they tried to do was like with the four-year-old at the beginning, hit you with that. And then they wanted to hit you again with the John Krasinski death because you see it, him being this protector of the family, all this. But it's so like midway through it, it's like red flag. They're like they're not even trying to hide it. You already get that. Like oh, that's they're trying to emotionally manipulate me into caring so much about this father because of what he did. They're gonna obviously try and shock me with killing me. Yeah, but they like they did a terrible job because through that entire movie, it seems like Krasinski does not give one single shit about anybody except for his wife. He's yeah. a bad dad. Yeah, a terrible father. <laughs> yeah, bad dad. Uh, yeah, so, and they so have that have moment him. with the son. Like yeah, they try so, and redeem him there, but yeah, it's too late. It, it's hey. way too late yeah. by then. You call that a child murder scene? I call that a fuck them kids moment. <laughs> I have to agree. look. Look, I'm not gonna lie. Like we're all selfish motherfuckers in our lives, right? Like I look selfish to a degree, but if I'm if my life depends on keeping quiet, and that motherfucking kid decides to play with a toy, he knows the motherfucking rules because he saw a motherfucking die, and he doesn't want to listen to the rules. My, I did my job. My exactly. job is that, that kid one hundred. That kid 100% deserves it. <laughs> like, well, it's, yeah, it's sad because no one wants to lose a parent. No one wants to see someone die they care about. But at the same time, you have to also put yourself in the position of the world at that moment. Is It's it's do or die, motherfuckers. And if we make this noise... This is the fifth time you've done this. <laughs> yeah, like, this isn't our first rodeo. We know the rules. The, yeah. the, the thing I found... Before, asshole. The thing I found interesting about that is that they leave two perfectly good working batteries on a counter when those are fuel sources in the post-apocalypse. These yep, people, yep. it's not that the kid deserved to die, it's that Krasinski deserved to lose a kid to teach him a lesson. Yeah, that's actually a very good point. <laughs> Justin, Justin, you you have like nine kids running around your house at all times. If a kid has a toy and you take the batteries out, do you leave it right beside the toy so that jerk kid can obviously put those batteries right back in that effing toy? Is that something that as, as a, a parent you would do that in an apocalypse? Uh, well, yeah, food is scarce, and you know that's just one more mouth I had to feed. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that good point. Smart uh, from a parent, man, but truthful as well. Like you have to respect that honesty. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Justin will ab- absolutely eat his own kids in apocalypse without without making noise. Uh, Johnny, yes. Johnny Blaze, when you saw this movie, what was the setting you were in when you watched this? Because I think that it actually has it has a reference if you're alone in a theater versus having known what the story is, watching it way later, and then not being able to feel it the same way other people feel it. What was your environment the first time you watched it? I got to watch it at home. So on DVD was the first time I watched it. 
Was it and recent or like when it, it first was a came long out? time ago? But I did rewatch it uh, earlier this afternoon, so I was like fresh, especially about that bullshit ending. <laughs> now, now for, for me, I, I got you know I took my, I, I took my daughter, I took my partner, my daughter's friend was there, so it was like a bunch of just us, and we're like, oh my god, this is actually like really quiet, really scary. Uh, but watching it at home, what is the moment that everyone was like, ah, this movie sucks. This is I'm out. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I actually liked the film, man. I thought it was a good idea, great concept. It was just the ending. Like, if he wanted to go out like that, he wasn't mortally wounded. I would have. He was right there in a barn with all these weapons. I thought he was going to go Jon Snow on this thing, man. I wanted to see some, like, 10-minute, you know, back and forth with the weapon, something like that maybe. And then maybe he dies. But, you know, he just, Aah! and then that was kind of, I, I was not happy. That's when I was just, like, done. I was like, that's it, that's it, that's it. Yeah, I was, I didn't was even mad. swing the axe, nothing. He didn't swing, yeah. he drops the axe. I was like, what, what are yeah. we doing here? He, he could have tapped it. He, had. <laughs> he did have to one out. Stuff if he took one out and another motherfucker came behind, okay, fine. I'm going to care for him, I'm going to love him. But he went out with a whip. This is John Krasinski. Like 13 hours, John Krasinski, Jack Ryan badass going out with a whimper? Nah, I can't accept that. My thought was maybe he's like, I know I'm going to do a sequel, but I don't want to be in it. I just wanted to write. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna kill myself off at the end, and then there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, I don't blame that, him for that. <laughs> it's that that kind of played into my view of this just ticking the boxes. You've got the expositional text. You have the newspaper at the beginning where it says in big words, "It's sound." It's you sound. have his data whiteboard where it's like, "What's the weakness?" Armor plating. You have a whole bunch of like exposition stuff. You have. Mm -hmm. Cool shots that don't question that don't really think about the logic of it, like where he gets all the sand or any of the electronical equipment in his basement. And then you have the redemption equals death moment at the end where he has failed as a father up to this point, and the only way the screenplay knows to redeem him is not to save his family, but to kill him off. And it feels a little hollow, at least in my mind, partially just because it felt unearned. Yeah, yeah that, and no, a lot I, of I agree. A lot of that shit, I was, like, letting go. And then they got to the river, and they're talking next to the river. And I'm like, if this river drowns out the sound of these people talking, why don't they just fucking move <laughs> to the river? And then after that, every other thing that happened that I was letting go was like, no, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to just say that Dylan just, like perfectly used like very sophisticated words for his description of the movie and i was just like i wasn't taken back i'm like i didn't know we had a connoisseur in the house <laughs> you know we had a ten dollar word man <laughs> edit edit that out i don't need that <laughs> <laughs> wait edit out phil trying to say the word there. connoisseur <laughs> no now, keep that in yeah, good. Uh, we're going to double that. Uh, so as far as everyone goes, uh, now, I, I've, we've obviously all talked last time, and it seems like everyone here is a lover of movies and a lover of scary movies or horror movies. As far as creature design goes, how do we feel this alien looked? I know that somebody had a problem with this creature, but uh, let's go around and kind of talk about the, how the alien itself was portrayed. So, uh, Dylan, I know you're a fan of monster movies. What do you think of the creation of this creature? It's fine. It's slightly better than fine, I think. I like I like lanky. I like the long forearms. I'm a big fan of like that sort of like loping, weird, big curled up finger claws thing. Um, the head design, whenever it does the close in on the ear, I really liked. Um, but it, I, there's something missing. Whether it's just that they're dull gray or if they're another big sharp tooth monster thing, or there, there's something that's not quite there. It's like, we designed a monster that can kill people, and it hears very good. Yeah. And uh, do we want to add anything to this? Do we want anything? Nope. Nope. Send it out. Get, yeah, the, get, I, the, get the video guys on it. I think the problem with it was it. that it was too humanoid. Like, they yeah. could have added something else. Like, the way that the, the armor on the head moved looked really cool but yeah. like it just looked like a a hunched over person with no eyes and long you know forearm claw things um and i thought it was really like as soon as they close up on that ear thing i'm like well that's obviously the weak point of this thing like they just have to figure this out uh, yeah everything was just so like 
predictable. <laughs> what about you, Justin? What'd you think of this alien? Uh, remind me of the aliens and signs. Uh, hmm. Kind of like that, but with bigger eyeballs. And I don't know if they had a mouth. Oh, I mean, that's the general body shape of it. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Oh, I thought um, you were asking me to remind you of what they look like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, what? we're talking right, about hey, aliens. Amnesia huh? sucks. Yeah. I don't know how I got here. You're right, Zach. That's what they looked like. <laughs> right, it was about the same, yeah. Uh, uh, John, Johnny Blaze, what, why were they killing humans? Was it just for sound? Were they eating the humans? I, I'm definitely going to say they were eating the kids, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just kids, so they're like they're like the Hollywood elite. They're just killing off. Yeah, I mean that, that, that old guy too. He definitely he got a you know. I mean, that's I mean, the I don't, I'm not really they sure just... like the whole monster thing. I think the whole floating head thing, like like Michael said, was cool. But uh, beyond that, I the body design was kind of like it was like yeah, we'll just we'll just throw that on there. Like they stopped yeah, after they put the head. Like there was no more thought. It was, we it's don't a know generic monster. It's, yeah, yeah. Don't or know maybe they're, they're going to say that they either. evolved or something. They're like some of the humans that like evolved into these things or something. Like they go that way with it, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. They never, they never ascribe an origin to them either. They never exactly, say that they're from space or demons or underground, which I think exactly. does detract from it a little bit. Because even yeah. if they made some offhand mention of like they came from the cave system we found, like they, they developed they underground. They didn't about well. it. Like they never. They, they said, this is what we know about them. That's it. And it's like, no, I need, if I'm going to be watching this movie, I don't care if they, the, the, the people in the movie know, but I need to know where these motherfuckers come from so that I at least can be more invested. Now it's just a generic monster movie that I have no, I don't care. Like Cloverfield did it a better monster movie and Clover, like not uh, the Cloverdox Paradox was a better movie, monster movie. Disagree. No. <laughs> no. Strong disagree on that. Well, one. the yeah, monster I, was better. I, I mean, Clo <laughs> I'll give you Cloverfield was better, but okay, not, Cloverfield, not the Paradox. Yeah. That movie's absolutely hard. No. <laughs> uh, Dan, what, okay, okay, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Dan, when watching, shot, when watching this movie, what did you think the aliens were doing? What was their point? Were they just global takeover? Well, that was I was that's where I was confused. I I didn't know what was the concept of the aliens. Were they aliens? Were they just monsters like hiding in a cave? Uh, how'd they get here? Where'd they come from? Uh, what the hell are they doing? Um, they, they look the alien looks like if Venom was a blind Sasquatch. That's what it would. That's what it would. The right. this monster the monster would be. Um, <laughs> it was. I don't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I did not get the concept of the monsters at all. I didn't know, are they eating the people? Are they not eating the people? If they're not eating the people that they're hunting, then why do they have teeth? Um, I, I don't think I don't they were eating I, them I because the old, this movie, I'm sorry. <laughs> the old lady that they found in the woods was just dead there and her husband was standing there. Like it didn't look like they were eating them at all. No, I think th I think they were just killing them and leaving them there, which led me to believe why do they need teeth? Because they have these big ass claws that they're killing the people with. Yeah, yeah, that know. was something. That was my like... main. Go ahead, sorry. go ahead, Phil. No, go ahead. Uh, it's like it's a a human story with a, a bit of an alien story in it. Like they didn't give us like they wanted to make it be more. Let's, let's concentrate on the human aspect of this and not and then take like science out. <laughs> Sorry, Generous. rude. I apologize. Um, like they take uh, signs. Helen Marker from 1996 just called. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's my parents. <laughs> Being honest, my parents just called. Uh, hang on. Let me call them back real fast. Hold on. I'm sorry. Let me get the old back. Um. Jesus. Uh, but like they wanted to take like science, how science didn't really show you the the, the aliens until the end. And they're like, well, they're, we won't disappoint because look, our alien is really more than like the head looks fucking cool, to be honest. But the rest of it is generic. So then they added that to this human story. They're like, oh, we'll just add these aliens and we'll just place it up and no one will question anything. People are dumb. I I do think the build-up to the reveal of the actual full-size monster is pretty well done. You see glimpses of it through trees, mm. in the dark, really quick flashes of it, and then you get the full shot, and you're like, oh, this thing is like all claws and ear, which is a, a good build-up, which I think works tonally in the movie, but 
Again, it's hamstrung by just the fact that there's nothing behind them. Yeah, if they can give us some meat on the 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 awesome skeleton they've given us, like give us something more to connect. We need two points of connection. Why do we hate them more than that they killed his son? Like, who are they? But I think they wanted to do like a series of different families, different events of similar to what happened with John Krasinski to build it out into like a Marvel universe. But with the, how Dan was saying, they failed with the second one, apparently. It's the same uh, characters, apparently. My, it's Colby, a prequel. Quick, quick there's question. A, there's so, a new guy, but that's it. Same characters, yeah. but new guy. These guys go, these aliens go after sound. What would you think is the first animal that's going to be decimated off this planet? Humans. Cows? They can't fight back? Like know. birds? <laughs> Like how uh, birds would be able to get things? away from them easily. We don't see them kill any other wildlife. There are raccoons but, that show up, and we don't see anything. No, it does drag that. that raccoon yeah, it away. does kill that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it kills the raccoon. Right. So it is, so it is just a sound thing. So they came to this planet to be annoyed by us, so that they can be <laughs> that neighbor that just shoots us for making too much sound on the weekend, right? We don't know if they came to this planet. They might have popped through a yeah. portal or something. Oh, like, true. We don't yeah. know what they are. So, like, we're yeah. assuming they're aliens. Gone wrong. Coming uh, from underground would make more sense than anything. Yeah, true. That whole hollow earth thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah like now, Johnny Blaze. Johnny, now, now, seeing that they have to live in quiet, how do you think this movie uh, worked as far as having them live a quiet life with like, the sand for steps and the, the yarn for games? Do you think that they did a good job living a quiet life? Yeah, I thought that was uh, done real well, especially how they had the parts on the board where they couldn't step on the ones that made crack sounds. I've noticed that. I was like, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty smart. They went into very good detail about living completely quiet. I mean, and the more I thought about it, man, that would be hard. That would be just very hard. Just all the time. Like, no, no sound. No. I mean, what if you rip one? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. What was what like, you oh, uh, You cough, you sneeze, you hiccup. You mean like, to tell me that no one's ripping ass in that whole, yeah, that whole time? Cough. You got allergies, bro. Like, I mean, what, what, yeah. what happens? Uh, Justin, now, know, <laughs> knowing how much sound childbirth makes, do you think that they were very upset when they found out that they were going to have a baby? Because, I mean, that, that's like a, that's a lot of noise, right? So at so, some point, he's going to be like, hey, I'm probably just got to break up with you because I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, I mean, the... The human of me wants to uh, try to make it work as best as I possibly can. The realist in me is grabbing my shit and bailing. <laughs> and there's no way. How can you raise a baby that's going to cry every well, five seconds? They put the baby in a box. That box looked horrific. I expected that. <laughs> the very first time I watched this, I expected a twist where like a human group would show up and tell them, like, hey, no more torturing your kids. Like, you know, they you know, that it turns out these guys are the bad guys among all the human survivors. Now nah, they're just being practical by putting their baby in a carpet box. Oh, yeah, that thing. I, as soon as I years. saw them building that thing, I'm like, are you fucking serious? This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And then you put the oxygen tank on it. It's like, where are you getting more oxygen tanks? Can we talk about the nail? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Let's talk Why about the fix the fucking, fucking nail. nail. <laughs> just put she knew put, the nail was there put a cloth on it i don't know also Mark it. also who who hammers <laughs> who hammers up when building steps like yeah what, the, you, you there's you no reason down. for that nail to be where it was it's, no 100 not so it's something i also noticed about how they treat the kids in this movie and the baby is that it's just a narrative tool because they want they're like well what would be what would be a good scene well, what if she gets hurt in the middle well, of how would she get hurt yeah well, what if there was a nail in the stair? Cool. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, we're, uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How do we get the nail in? How do we get, just put it in, no one will, no one will ask it. questions. Just do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Also, oh, but I, I, I will say that, it, was a, it was a cool scene. It's fine, yeah. but it's, un, it, it feels like they don't quite trust the audience because when she pulls the nail up with the bag, it lingers on that nail for a long shot. Whereas, didn't need that at all like it, yeah it's it, like the scenes were cool but you're right it it didn't trust the audience and it it was sort of the same way with everything um the sand included like is the sand really any quieter than the dirt 
it, none of it makes sense. And like I said, if that if that if that river thing didn't happen, yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay, you know, they put sand down, whatever. But then, you know, you're talking next to this river and we live five miles away from it, even though that's also where we get our fish, which is what we eat. Like, move closer to the river. <laughs> oh, I thought somebody's talking. Is that someone talking or a background noise? No, yeah, I think it's it's background. Like, the monsters are coming for you. <laughs> so I'm like... Am I hearing shit? Am I not? Uh, <laughs> so what what are some questions that this movie left open? Dylan, do you have any questions other than what was the point? I I mean, I feel like we're probably hitting on most of them. It's like monster, not even motivation, just monster presence. What are they there for? Like we don't get any we don't get any speculation, which sometimes is a good thing, but when we're also not shown at all what the monsters do beyond attacking sources of noise, it doesn't make us feel satisfied in their appearance. Yeah. Uh, Michael, where do you think like the sequel should go with this? Like what, 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 is, what's the world building is going to happen? Or is this just another, like uh, just badass woman fighting through the woods? Well, what they need to do is, I mean, everybody here has said it. They need to establish what these things are. You know, if, if they're demons, cool. If they came from, you know, 200 miles under the earth cool if they come from space cool but let me know like where they came from and what they want i don't care about the people tell me what these tell me what these things are and what they want and why they're here yeah no that, i think that's very valid uh did anyone watch this movie twice like is or is this the first viewing for everyone i watched it three times like <laughs> Why would you punish yourself? I was going to ask if you if you liked it more or less, but you seem so defeated just by answering that. So I guess I don't it's only you. four and a half hours if you watch it three times. That's really <laughs> yeah. not much when you oh. consider movies. Yeah. That's, right. a, that's a Snyder oh. cut right there. Yeah, I was just going to say that's yeah, the but Snyder cut. There's more entertainment in the Snyder cut. <laughs> I mean, I'll have more to talk about for the Snyder cut. I'm sure. Sometimes I have to watch the movie more than once to like it. So I was trying. I was trying. I was trying my hardest to like this movie. I really was. <laughs> I just I, I couldn't do it. Now I, I will say, this movie had a budget of seventeen million dollars, and it looks really good for that. Cinematography wise, shooting wise, locations, even the monster CGI is generally pretty good. Um, and when you consider most of that budget probably went to Emily Blunt and John Krasinski's like appearances, that's a pretty good working budget for the visual effects in this. The issue is that, of course, you know, get another get another writer in there or something. Flesh it out a bit. Just Wait, a bit. did they have a soundtrack for this movie? God, I hope not. There was like two yeah, songs for the whole it's, thing. It's the beginning yeah. and the end. Yeah. That's it. There's, yeah, a, right. there's that song where they were in their earphones too when they were dancing in the basement together. Oh, yeah. There was kind of, there was kind yeah. of that moment. Oh, yeah. There's an original soundtrack, but it's all score. I don't think they have any, like, they don't have any, like, you know, top 40 pop on here or anything like that <laughs> I know if no, be no, like no imagine dragons or... coming in over the end credits oh, too bad thank too god bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say for seventeen million dollars, like the movie feels like a almost a blockbuster. It has a good ambiance. It's just once again, I don't think that the the alien design was you know uh, really thought out. Now I read somewhere that they didn't even understand what the creature was going to look like until months before the movie like was released. So even throughout filming. They didn't know what this creature was going to look like. They didn't know what it was doing. So I, I don't think they did enough actual research because once I watch this movie at the end, I'm like, what are they doing? Are they just killing humans or are they just like, are they just trying to cut off all sound? Like, I, I, I don't know. But it's somebody My question that. is, uh, wait, wait. what about crickets? Like, are they killing crickets now? Like, you have to, like, where, what is the sound? Is there like a certain level of sound they allow? No. Or is it always like the moment there's sound, they're like attacking? So like crickets are like, okay, crickets are gone, bees are gone, mosquitoes. Like, are they? Do you see them like trying to attack a mosquito if it's buzzing around? Like, is there a level of sound they're okay with? Give me like you've given me the characters of the humans, but I need to know more about their antagonists. Like, what what is their purpose? If you say they just conquer planets, okay, cool, I'll take it. Like, give me just give me something, not just that they kill sound, okay. 
that's the enemy. Sound is the enemy, if you will. The villain. Give me something about the villain so I can like at least attach some emotion to it. They they yeah, do seem I, to be able to move silently because there are multiple times where a character will turn around, the monster's right behind him, and I'm like, I don't buy it. John Krasinski at the end, he turns around and the thing is on the the arch or whatever. When mm-hmm. Emily Blunt's in the basement, there's one just randomly down there with her. It gets into the house without making any noise. I'm like, be a little more consistent. Yeah, that thing could move through the cornfield without rustling leaves. Like, like a, it's like a velociraptor not... in the Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah we didn't know anything about the monster. They're just like, okay, the monster's going to do this. The monster can do this. I'm like, okay, is this is this God? Like, is the monster God? Like, is that where you're playing at? He's God? I think you're oh, thinking yeah. of signs. It's, it's great really, movie, by the way. It is a great I movie. Think I think it would have been field. better. I think Science the movie would have been better if it wasn't monsters. If it was just, like, humans, like, possessed humans somewhat, I think the movie would have been a little bit better because then we don't need that whole back backstory of That's the whole Bird monsters and aliens. But, Bird yeah. Bird did it better that way because we at least they, we end up finding out, okay, it's some weird demonic presence at least. Like, okay, we know what it is. We know our villain. Like, yes, they can't, we can't see. what They gave us a reason why you, you don't see but here we don't talk because these monsters kill us. Okay, but where the, where did they come from? No, I agree. So I got Johnny, a what do you? Th- whole- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. sorry. No, I was going to ask you a question, so hit me with it. Go ahead. Okay, y'all were talking about the lake earlier. Okay, so why, if it's about sound, why was the lake like not flooded with them? Yeah, why weren't there one like they bashing the shit out of the lake and just all splashing? <laughs> yeah, like, like that, like, hot, hot, hot bed for them. Like, yeah, like, like, like a really skimpy bathing suit. I mean, they they yeah. probably figured out what the river was. Okay, that so makes they sense. left that it makes, alone. But again, if they figured out that the the river makes noise and they can just ignore it, why don't the people just go closer to the river because Down by the, the things river. are going to ignore it? <laughs> like, society, like the reason we have society the way it is is because of the rivers like if you look at any major town where is it source of water mm-hmm. yeah so the why the why don't you just we're, we're going back to basics here like like i know okay i'm not allowed to make noise but if i'm by this river they don't fuck it i'm living by the river i'm yeah, a hobo exactly. by the river there you go there you go <laughs> like and i have the baby by the river <laughs> okay, we are we are going uh, like hurts. pretty big with this. Can can we talk about one scene that was just one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen? And that was this scene inside the corn silo where the kids were sinking into the corn unless they were sitting on this metal door that for some reason was rock solid on top of it. Like, what are the physics of this world? Are we in the real world? So I can touch on that. Okay. <laughs> as Please. a Canadian, as a Canadian and that deals with a lot of snow. <laughs> and I have friends who are farmers because we do have a flat plain uh, called Saskatchewan. Which is just you can watch people run for miles <laughs> and miles. And Look, miles. he's watching somebody run now. <laughs> yeah, someone's just running. It's weird in my apartment. No, but so the what it does is it spreads out the weight. So like if you're standing still, you go sink straight down. Yeah, yeah. But it it doesn't make sense. I know. I'm just trying to say it's some. They're trying to use some physics. Yeah, the door. Uh, the door was not that big. So for no. it to not move at all, even with the kids on it, oh, yeah, but that, when they were on the corn itself, they're just like it's fucking quicksand. I, I have a more cynical answer for you, Mike, and <laughs> that is the corn silo, silo is not actually a corn silo. It's a narrative tool to generate tension. <laughs> it doesn't have to follow real life rules. Are you a professor or something? <laughs> no, I'm a writer. Okay. And that's this is okay. Exactly, if, I, if I was going into a monster movie and I was like, We've had a lot of monster encounters. Let's do let's do something to endanger the characters that is not monster based. It's like, well, what what what's on a farm? What's around there? Uh, they could sink. They could be in like a corn silo. Does corn would they sink like that? I don't know. Maybe it's like sand. Maybe it's like quicksand. Okay. Maybe. How do they get? How do they get out of the silo? Uh, we put a monster in there with them. Wouldn't that just immediately just like? <laughs> murder them immediately? No, it's going to tear its way out of the silo and then the kids can get out and meet their dad. 
it's yeah also where where was the corn going like when it was being funneled down where was it going and also didn't that make a lot of noise that had to be like one of the most like cacophonic i don't know if that's a word but just like a, no, just a it, cr- is now. it is not we have well done. the ten dollar man the ten dollar man has said okay dylan it's, is now our ten dollar man i do believe yeah. it's cacophonic cacophonic yes Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, it, it just seemed like there were things in this world that made more noise than this aggressively quiet family that was just trying to have more and more kids the way that Justin Wallace lives his life. Um, now, <laughs> hey, Jack returns, my guy. Swear to God. <laughs> okay, uh, Johnny Blaze, do you have any interest in seeing the sequel to this movie that Dan has a copy of somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see where they're going to go with it. Yeah, because what do you like? Everybody was talking about it. There's so much that was just like, "Where's this? What is this? What is this?" Like, so yeah, I like to know what they're gonna do. Yeah, what do, what do you want to see them do with it? Uh, uh, is it just like you got you need education on the monster, or do you need yeah. real world? Like, how did they get here? Like, what what just I'd more like a education, right? Origin, if it's not too much. I like a little monster origin, man. Like maybe have yeah. like the first twenty minutes of like them coming or wherever they came from and then like the first encounter with humans and the new showing oh we're being invaded because you know remember in the scene earlier after the whole battery with the kid thing it showed a little piece of a flap of a paper and it was like it's the sound and like that's the only background they gave us on yeah <laughs> what had been happening prior to you know like you just said it's a sound like you you thought maybe it would have gave a date <laughs> or something like it began 20 years ago where it's been 20 years since <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah, my biggest problem. Far away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were there were multiple Simon Bob cameos in this. You just didn't hear them apparently. Um, Phil, he's in a chase. In, in, <laughs> in most sequels to Alien movies, they have to adopt or change the alien to to fit in. Like if you watch Predators, eventually they have like the Predator dogs, or you have like the 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 tiny one. What do you think they're going to change in the sequel to make it worse than the first one? I don't think they're there yet. Um, they're 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 going there. The third, if the sequel th- does make any money, then you can expect the dog version of the alien to show up. But the sequel is probably they they realize they didn't do enough world building, you know, and give us more narrative tools. Look, I can use big words too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tools, tool, yeah, the tools. I'm a tool. What do you want? I added yeah. an S. That's all. How I play Scrabble. I can add an S. I win. Um, triple word score. But no, they uh, they just give us more eight. Like give us a bit more world building. Tell us a bit more what's happening, and then introduce a dog or a cat version or a bird version, if you will, of this alien. It's, I would I wouldn't be surprised if it's a bird version. It's the rule of alien, where it's you get a normal one, and then you do a big one, and then you do a lot of small ones. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Chris. Well, I think you and I kind of had the same thing when we saw this movie where I saw it in a theater when it first came out. I was one of the few people in here and it was quiet. Uh, Do you think that was one of the reasons this movie stuck out to you uh, throughout all these years? Okay, first off, can y'all hear me? I'm at a Starbucks. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're, th- we're thinking McDo- uh, Wendy's, but they work. Yeah. Um, no, I just one. If it's a movie that that intrigues me, that makes me think is thought provoking of like, oh man, what would I do in a situation like that? To me, that's a good movie. If I'm thinking about it later, that's a good movie to me. Anything that's bringing emotion out or thoughts, that's like, oh man, that, what would happen? How would I? What would I do with my kids? Or would I leave them? What would I do? First off, if you're a writer, take, take, take the thoughts. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm yeah. going to go on a rant real quick. Because I've yeah. been listening to this bullshit all fucking for like 40 minutes. Perfect. And I got something for you, David Cross, here in a minute. So you better be ready, Michael. Uh, <laughs> if you're a writer, we're, we're all obviously podcasters. So we're, we're, we're thinkers and we're writers and we're all these kind of things. But watching a movie like that is injustice. It's just a wrong way to watch a movie. If you watch a movie with no expectations and you let it let it uh, emotional, you, you guys are thinking of logical things, but then you guys say dumbest stuff like, what about the nail? Uh, first off, when you're building steps and you if you go upwards, it's less sound. That's just common knowledge. Everyone should know that. If you, if you hit upwards, that's why the nail was going upwards because they had to build the stairs. They had to refix 
guys. The nail was in the middle of the board, though. In the board. They used to rubber mat. They teach that in middle school. <laughs> what middle school did you go to where they're teaching you to build stairs? Pioneer school or something. Now listen, listen. <laughs> Secondly, you have to bring up all these little things that, oh, the corn doesn't make sense and this doesn't make sense. But then you want to know how the aliens would make sense. If, if, if the aliens came right now to kill us, all, you think they're going to tell us where they're from? Hey, before I kill you, I'm from Planet Krypton. No, we wouldn't know in real life. So why do we get to know in the movie? You wouldn't know. So the people, the characters don't know what's wrong or who they are or why they kill. All they know is that the dude, they kill with sound. And that's all we should get to know because they don't know. Yeah, but Chris, do you think that they also killed like parakeets that were talking or woodpeckers or like just uh, 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 wind? (laughs) Like a lot of things make sound, especially more than humans can. Okay. If a tree falls in the woods, did you hear it? Am I close to it? Probably. <laughs> Theoretically, yes. falls in the woods, would these things go after it and start just yeah. slashing at it? I have questions. Yeah. They didn't give me enough of the aliens. They, they, yes, they would. They travel. They go by sound. So whatever, it's obvious that this so is only why aren't they attacking the water? So you said what? Why they ain't attacking the water? That's maybe where they're at all the time. Maybe that's where they're sleeping at. They always that's where they always think something's at. We don't know. So, wait, 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 let me go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Then I have another question. <laughs> if they sleep in there, why the hell is John Krasinski bringing his boy there to bathe and then communicate? <laughs> so, that's bad daddy 101 right there. Okay, first off. With the world being regular, there's bad dads. I mean, imagine if everyone's dying. You know, right. you're bad dad problem. <laughs> this is the same dad that left the batteries next to the toy that makes noise and let his kid die. So, yeah, okay. you, you, know why? you know why he did that? Hold on, you know why? Imagine not being able to talk to your family, right? And your wife is still pissing you off. You're like, you know what? Let me go get the batteries from the store real quick. Just so you can have a couple hours to yourself. But then, but in this case, you know that that's going to get everyone killed. That's his. That's his to go. Okay, you have a backup plan. That's like going to go get milk and never coming back. I'm gonna go get. <laughs> he was setting up a plan. I'm just yeah, gonna get my entire family <laughs> murdered. Here, here's a question. Here's a question. Okay, okay. You have you have yourself and your three children and your partner. You and your partner okay. are physically capable of at least like getting your kids out of the way. Marching order. When you're walking through hostile territory, do you have both adults in the front or do you have one in front and one in the back to keep an eye on kids who sneak batteries into their toys from behind your back? You don't have the deaf child like in the, the back. <laughs> What's that? You said what? <laughs> said you don't have the deaf child like in the, the back. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's there's you a lot of the kids. What? Some of those kids got go. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, but then they first place them. Okay, but first, everyone makes bad decisions, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I love how you're trying to justify. No, he's right. They're less than than three months into the end of the world. I understand, like, losing one of three kids. That's that's an understandable ratio. And I don't remember. I I, I didn't didn't watch. I, I, I was busy all week, so I didn't get to watch the movie again. I've seen it multiple times. I don't remember the timeline they showed of how long they were in the woods or whatever for. And that's another thing. Whoever keeps saying move to the river, you sound dumb. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. except everyone agrees with move next to the river. No, okay, how do you move? Okay, but okay, what, what, do, you, what do you move with? You, you can't build nothing. You're going to build a new house? You're going to sleep in the woods with your three kids and a, a pregnant wife. It's no worse than the <laughs> shitty house that they have where they keep all the fucking doors open all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it, it, it's a little bit different. You have things that you can put things away. You have you have options. You have a pillow. You've got to carry all that five miles. You this is the, that would be, this is the apocalypse. Have, like, Live in a fucking tent. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm I'm with Chris on that. If you have a sturdy house, you got to live in that house. You got to put yeah. sand everywhere. You got to make now, your checkerboard with your yarn. If you would have said somehow dig the river to your house so that the river's by your house, I would have been like, okay, he, 
make a river by your house. That makes sense. If you're like, you had that much, I don't know how long they have, but I would, that be, would building be building a river. Louder. That so, would be much louder than moving your house. Yeah, irrigation. Yeah, river, can do it. You just dig a hole and some water. That's it. Well, they, they very clearly have some sort of irrigation because they're farming a shitload of corn. Yeah, and every scoop <laughs> that you take out of that out of the dirt is going to make enough noise to to attract uh, <laughs> these aliens. <laughs> Justin, real quick, is it true you can make a river by just digging a hole and then water? <laughs> okay, but you guys don't know how to build stairs either, so don't come at me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with the one on top logic. of each other, right? No, yeah, Chris, you just have to nail a, a nail from the bottom into the middle of the step. That's all you have to do. Yeah, I'm with you. But uh, Chris, honestly, I'm going to say I did like this movie. I, I saw some faults in it, but I, you know, I, as someone who writes movies or, or tries to write movies, I, I understand. And this movie, it did something that not a lot of movies can do, which was it caught me off guard and it made me stop eating popcorn. I had to be so quiet while eating this because I was so into it, especially in the first. Uh, so I, I, I guess we should learn some sort of rating system. Uh, Dan, what, what rating system do you want to give to this show? <laughs> recommend no, no, or not. Not, not not to this movie i mean what what are we going to start rating movies that we discuss on here not just raspberries <laughs> want to do thumbs thumbs down uh, up down no no do it by, I don't know, do it by stars this is, yeah i got idea we do it by stars you do 10 right and then we rate we count up all the stars of thing and then we that's how you rank the movies so then there's what seven okay. of us um 10 stars the top you can get is 80 stars all right so chris what how many stars out of 10 do you give a quiet place Eight and a half. Eight, eight. eight. <laughs> he's he's, he's so trying to math. make sure. No, no, no. <laughs> I got right. it. Johnny, Johnny Blaze. We got the writer over here. He's handling everything. <laughs> Johnny Blaze, out of 10 stars, how many stars do you give 2018's A Quiet Place? Seven. All right, that's pretty wow. forgiving. I like uh, Dan. I like <laughs> and out of 10 stars, dog, come on. Out of 10, I want to be generous. Four. Four? Wow. Dang. Four. Feel, feel better. Out of 10 stars, what do you give Quiet Place? As a generic monster movie, I give it seven. Seven wow. stars. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Justin Wallace, 10 stars. What do you got? Uh, five. Okay. The nail pissed Michael me off. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Colby. I enjoy the premise of this movie. Um, there's a lot. There's actually a lot of good things about this movie. It's just a lot of little shit that that just sort of builds up. I'm gonna give it a three. Ooh. Oh, I bet your favorite movie, Fast and Furious. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's I've never gross. seen a single Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> Dylan Terry, out of ten stars, what do you got? A perfectly functional six. Okay. Phil, how many, how many stars you got? Phil said seven. I said seven. Phil said seven. It's right. your turn. I'm I'm your turn. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I was reading My Name is Phil. Uh, I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm sorry. You're yeah, not as I'm good looking say... as me. That's fair. I should take my That's hat off true, and show yeah. you how good looking. Uh, yeah. Another bald, bearded guy. Great. That's what we need here. Uh, so I'm going to say six stars. I think it was good. And honestly, like the novelty caught me. And if I were to rate this uh, when I saw this, I'd probably say seven or eight stars. I, I, I'm going to say six out of ten stars. Yeah. It's it's a good. It's a fine movie. It's a fine movie. Uh, Dylan, what what do we got? What's the total here? I believe that comes out to forty six. Let me double check that. Yeah, 46. It's like 5 46. out of 10, right? All right, and then divided by 7 is what? 7? Well, it's like an average, slightly right? it's average? Slightly more than 6. There's 8 of us. All right, cool. There's, there's 8 of us. Oh, there's 8 of us. Yeah, right. cool. we'll yeah let's not give this a higher <laughs> score than Slightly it less than 6. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All right, well, hey, guys, our first movie got slightly higher than 6 stars. Chris Harvey, great job bringing this to everybody. I, I, I'm I, a fan. I actually really enjoyed rewatching this. It was, it's, a, it's a cool movie. It's, it's fine. It's uh, fine. Yeah, it can be picked apart, but honestly, looking at everyone else's list, uh, Real quick, this, uh, the podcast got much better when I tuned in. <laughs> You're welcome. Chris, yeah, Chris. Chris, Chris, before we end the show, pitch A Quiet Place to anyone who hasn't seen it. Oh, man. Do you 
want to watch a movie where no one will ask questions because you have to, you can keep going shh because you have to be quiet. Well, this might be the movie for you. You like The Office. It has nothing to do with The Office. But the guy from The Office is the best character. He's the best character in this. Yes, he may die at the end, but don't we all want to see someone die here and there? Yes, they do kill a four-year-old. We did say that. But don't we all want to kill our four-year-olds? You might as well go watch this movie right now because don't we all just want a quiet place in our house to go and sit in? That's what we're looking for here in this movie. Do you like aliens? Me neither. That's why they don't show a lot of it in this movie. <laughs> you can check it out. Emily Blunt is pregnant in it. She still looks amazing. No, no, great. Great. Well uh, Chris, do you want to say goodbyes and tell people where they can see you? Oh, Chris Harvey Comedy on all social media. Check me out. That's all. <laughs> cool. Johnny Blaze. Uh, Cloud Chronicles, Facebook, Cloud Chronicles, Instagram. Uh, also, uh, real quick, Johnny, while I got you, we're doing, um, what, what's the next movie we're doing? Hills Have Eyes, right? Uh, yes. I think that's one, of, that's one of Dan's favorites. Uh, Johnny, have you seen this movie before? Hills Have Eyes. I have, I have. Are you excited about rewatching this, <laughs> this thing? Yeah. Uh, excited is not the word I'd use, but I'm going to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Michael Colby, say yeah. goodbyes. Where can people find you? Uh, Jack Billings presents me and my neighbor, Michael. Um, also I love this terrible game and, um, some other stuff that I'm working on, um, that I will announce when it's ready to be announced. Um, now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go find this DVD and I'm going to throw it in the garbage can. Just donate it. Just donate it to Goodwill. Don't throw it away. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me buy it again later. Uh, Justin Wallace. I, uh, Carpool Shenanigans, everywhere you can get your podcast. And OnlyFans. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you got a beer pong game going back there? Got to get to it? <laughs> no, just an angry three-year-old. Oh, feel, feel better. <laughs> Say your goodbyes. Where can people find you? They can find me at Invest in your, Yourself Pod on all social medias. And uh, the website is at www.investinyourselfpod.com. Season two drops tomorrow at noon EST. Right on. Dylan Terry, you're up next. Yeah, I am. Uh, find me on some nobody stuff. Podcast, podcast, a podcast show, Silicon Angels. We talked about Lovecraft Country. And uh, pay attention for whenever Give Me Back, our uh, short film is done. Yeah, right on. Dan Lee. That's Dan. Yeah, that's you. (laughs) Dan, where can people find you? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, You can find Oops Caught Me Smoking on Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and also on YouTube and also theweedtube.com. Check that out, too. And real quick, just because our next movie that we're doing is A Hills Have Eyes, do you want to pitch this movie? What, What is this movie about for people that don't know this movie? This movie is... Pretty much uh, scary as hell. It's the scariest movie I've pretty much ever seen. And I I believe scary movies are not scary. So uh, I believe that it's one of the scariest movies ever. So we're going to check it out tomorrow. And if you want to pitch it, I don't know. If you're into gory, cannibalism type stuff that you know that will make you cringe and not want to look at the TV, this is the movie for you. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. Uh, my name is Zach Wiseman. Thank you so much for paying attention to things. You can find me at all of some nobody stuff. The same thing as Dylan. Like he said, we're on Silicon Angels. We have a show talking upstream, twitching upstream. We got a bunch of stuff. You can see me on Wednesdays on Jeff Dwoskin's show. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Tune in next Monday where we review uh, The Hills Have Eyes, which is one of Dan Lively's top uh top five movies so he's going to be the host of this next episode he's going to be the one to ask all these questions and then we get to bash him for having really bad taste in movies but until next guy next week guys thank you very much for watching we've been the real boys and see you next week bye